Manx Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome back to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. Rob Pritchard and associated guests here with you until 6.30pm this evening. Coming up tonight... In the latest Manx football fixtures this weekend, can St John's hold on to top spot in the Premier League and can St Mary's head to the summit of Division 2? Meanwhile, following their emphatic comeback win in midweek, FC Isle of Man will be targeting more good fortune when they face Padaham at the bowl in the NWCFL Premier Division tomorrow night. In rugby, Ramsey and Southern Nomads face separate tough tests on the wheel in the Cheshire Bowl, with Vagabonds ladies targeting success at Southport in the women's NC1 Northwest. And in hockey, the first round of mixed cup competitions awaits this Saturday. That is all to come this evening. So we start with Manx football and the battles are continuing both at the top and the bottom of the respective divisions as we await the latest round of fixtures. And here on what is, well, it's becoming very dark outside at the moment. You can tell winter's approaching, can't you? Usually you can see the view outside the window. But anyway, I do have a view across the desk from me and that is Tony Meppen who can take us through. Tony, good evening to you. <laughs> it's not a good view though, is it, Rob? <laughs> looking across the desk at me. But uh, no, I just think care uh, the weather this morning. It was absolutely horrendous. I don't know if you were up at half past seven, but when I was driving to work, it was um, pretty heavy and I just thought to myself, I can't see too many games uh, going ahead. But then when the forecast came on from Manx Radio to say that uh, it would dry up, it did do. And there's a bit of breeze around as well, Rob, which will help. But we have lost one game, haven't we, in the Canelag Premier League game. And that's uh, Onken against uh, Corinthians. Onken uh, back at the stadium now, uh, but they don't want to take any chances. I was speaking to one of their senior men from the commissioners last night and he said that the pitch was in good nick. But uh, there's no point in taking a chance and uh, that game's been postponed for a later date. And of course we have had that uh, massive rainfall, haven't we, earlier in the day as well. That won't have helped the situation. No, it won't, Rob. And uh, tomorrow, what I'm hearing, the forecast is pretty good in the morning. Then there's a bit coming in in the afternoon. And then not so bad uh, tomorrow night. And then Sunday, sounds like a bit of a deluge coming down again. So, uh, yeah, I think the pitches are in good nick. But you don't want to spoil them for the rest of the season. So you've just got to box clever and be honest. That's the main thing. Because, you know, some clubs, um, you, you know, you wonder why they call games off. But uh, certainly Onken Stadium, uh, they don't want to take any chances with that one. And we fully understand. Absolutely. Well, still plenty of games going ahead tomorrow as it stands, kicking off at 2.30, all the games on Saturday with the exception of one, which we'll get to. And that means that there are five games in the Canada Life Men's Premier League this weekend. I look at the uh, one at the top of the sheet, uh, Peel against uh, St John's. I watched St John's last week against Washington. I have to be honest, I thought St John's were lucky to come away uh, with the win because uh, certainly Russian had some chances in that second half. But fair play to St John's, even without Will Penhorick playing. Uh, Sam Ingham and co. managed to uh, keep things nice and tight at the back. Uh, they worked hard in midfield and up front were always uh, trying to cause one or two problems with Russian's defence. But Peel now with their uh, results back in there. There's a lot of connection because Reese used to play for Sir John, so uh, he'll be looking to see if he can uh, do them over a little bit. But uh, Peel have got some good players uh, in there. Luke uh, Doty, uh, good to see him back. Really good player in there as well. And uh, just as a unit, they're playing good with youth and experience in there. So I'd expect uh, Peel just to edge this one, but it will be a tight game. And then we have St George's versus Douglas Royal. Well, I don't know if uh, you can still remember the score last week, but that was some drubbing, wasn't it? 10-0 against Union Mills. Uh, my word, I, I don't recall St George's ever being beaten by that amount. So it's a big uh, bitter pill to swallow for Johnny Myers and team there. So they've got to just sort of pull the socks up, see if they can get something out of this one. Home advantage may help them, uh, but Douglas Royal depends what sort of squad they've got because I noticed midweek uh, there was two or three that uh, were taken for FC Alaman. And if they're included uh, tomorrow night for FC Alaman, then it will make Douglas Royal a lot weaker. But I think uh, Michael Fitzmaurice's squad there 
is a good squad. A lot of quality in there. A lot of good junior island players who've come through the system now making their way into the senior system. And I think they'll make it very difficult. I think they'll take the point away for St George's and I'm going to go for all to win. Well, speaking of Union Mills and that big result, they're away at Laxey this weekend. This could be an interesting one. Yeah, it's a tough one, this one, Rob, because, you know, Laxey, you just keep uh, waiting for them to, to fire because when you look at the squad, it's uh, quite strong. I don't know if Jordan Cooper's playing this week, but Brody Patience there, he's a really good player. And um, you've just got to uh, hope that they can uh, sort of you know, get some consistency going because if Michael Fitzmaurice plays, uh, Sean Gavin's been playing, they can score goals. And Union Mills, they'll want to just find that same performance as he did seven days ago against the Georges winning 10-0. And I'm pretty certain that um, they've got a good chance in this one, but got a draw written on it for me. And then there's Douglas High School Old Boys and they'll be hosting Air United. I think Air, after the disappointment at the start of the season where they lost that game to St John's, have got it together. I watched them against the Geordies, played really well and they've put some good performances in. Old Boys got all sorts of uh, sort of issues there, players training. You know, there wasn't a lot down there last night when I was looking at them. Uh, so I don't see Old Boys living with Air in this game. Air to win. And in the other fixture, Moran, well, it's been a tough start to the season for them and it's going to be an awful lot tougher this weekend because they've got Ramsey at home. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, Ramsey are one of those fancy teams, still are. Um, there's no doubt about it. They've got a lot of quality in that team. Uh, but for Moran, I'm surprised that uh, the results, not that they've lost, but the size of the defeat, Rob. Uh, so I think that uh, so David Brew, Michael, uh, and everyone else have got to try and sort that one out. But I just think Ramsey will be too strong and they'll take the victory. OK, well, that's the Canada Life Men's Premier League. And if you just missed it a few minutes ago, Onken versus Corinthians, that has been postponed since earlier today due to a waterlogged pitch. OK, let's have a look through the rest of the divisions. Let's rattle through. We've got four games in DPS Limited Division 2. Yeah, St Mary's against Jim's, 1.45 kickoff at the bowl. Uh, St Mary's second in the lead, just behind Michael. You have to go for St Mary's to win that one. Colby against D&D will be a good battle, but there's one or two sort of changes uh, in Colby's team, I believe, uh, tomorrow. One or two of the younger players being stepped up to, into the first team. Interested to see how that goes. We'll wait and see tomorrow night with the result. Go for Colby to win. Castan against Rams Youth Centre and Old Boys. Heard good reports about Youth Centre. No one sort of included them in the promotion challenge, but uh, certainly tomorrow against Castan, we'll see how they are, but I just think Castan will be too strong. And Braddon against uh, Governors. Young side at Braddon. Look very, very impressive indeed. Go for Braddon to win. And then we go into the Combination Leagues. Five games in Canada Life Combi 1. Yeah, we're starting to get a bit of a picture on this one. Uh, St John's right up there alongside Peel. Uh, St John's just lost out last week against Russian. I think they're just going to lose out just against Peel as well, so go for Peel to win. Uni Mills against uh, Laxey. I think uh, at the moment, Uni Mills should be a little bit too strong. Laxey still players missing. Air against Old Boys. Only one winner in here, and that's Air United. Ramsey against Moran. I go for Ramsey to win. And Corinthians against Onkin. Corinthians had a great performance last week. If they can continue that, because the players, few of the first team players who can play, can obviously play again this week now because they won't be needed for the first team. So it makes them stronger. And then last but certainly not least on Saturday, it's the DPS Limited Combi 2. Four games there. Yeah, Jim's against uh, St Mary's. Uh, you've got to uh, look at St Mary's to take victory there. Douglaston District against Colby. I think uh, Douglaston District will just sneak that. Then you've got Ramsey Youth Centre against Castletown. I'm going to go for Ramsey Youth Centre because, again, I've heard that the combination size is pretty good. And Maloo against uh, Foxdale. I think uh, Maloo, what slipped uh, last week, they lost, but they're still right up there. Second in the league, going to go for Maloo to beat Foxdale. And then we move into Sunday and we have two games in the Canada Life Women's League, both kicking off at two o'clock. Yeah, we're starting to uh, get this sorted and uh, I know people will be saying Onken against Corinthians. Will that game go ahead? Um, Onken have been in touch and um, Corinthians, Bella Fletcher, 
could be used if uh, needed. We'll wait and see. Obviously, it couldn't be used tomorrow because it can't be a plane on it. But uh, Malou against Peel. Peel, strong challenges for the uh, Canada Life Women's League. So you have to go for Peel. And Onkin against Corinthians. They've had some good battles over the last couple of years. But I just think Corinthians will be too strong. And then we'll have two games at the bowl on Sunday afternoon in the Masters football. If you're not doing much on a Sunday, uh, Rob, there's a bit of a humdinger this one. Colby against Air, 340 kickoff, because uh, I didn't watch the first game for Air, but they've got some quality in there. I, I'm going to sneak down and have a little look. Colby also have got uh, a lot of quality, so this could make for a really good game of football. From what I'm hearing, I'm going to stick my neck out and go for Air to win. And Douglas District against Onken. Onken are far too strong. Stephen Priestnell's in there scoring plenty of goals. So I have to go for Onken to win. Might just take your advice on Colby versus I'll see Air. you there. I'll buy you coffee. Oh, excellent. There's the incentive. Well, that's your Manx football fixtures. Well, FCL of Man, they'll be aiming for success for the second time this week when they face Padaham at the Bowl in the NWCFL Premier Division this Saturday. The Ravens are coming off the back of an emphatic comeback victory against Bursko in midweek where they bagged an enthralling 7-4 win after being 4-2 down at half-time. Well, uh, along with two wins from their last three in all competitions, as it stands, FCL of Man have already tasted victory against their latest opponents earlier in the campaign. Campaign. Back on the 23rd of August, FC Alavman beats Padaham by one goal to nil at the Ruby Civil Arena. FC Alavman are 17th out of 22 sides in the league table now, going into tomorrow on 13 points. But Padaham are expected to provide a stern test on Ireland given their recent form. Yes, they may have endured back-to-back defeats in their last two games against Holker Old Boys and West Didsbury and Chorlton, but the Storks had previously enjoyed a seven-game unbeaten run in all competitions, winning six of those. And Padham's Joel Brownhill also boasts one of the top goal-scoring records so far this season with 11 in the league to his name. There's only two players that have actually got more. So, FC Man versus Padham at the ball tomorrow night, kicking off at 6pm, and as ever, we've got you covered on Manx Radio. We'll be providing full live match commentary, myself and Tony, of tomorrow night game on our AM1368 and digital platforms. So Tony, we've got 60 seconds. If you can just summarise just how big that result was in midweek for FC Isle of Man and how close a game this could be at the weekend. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I'm just looking at it midweek. That was class. Uh, when I saw it was 4-2 uh, down at half-time and I just, wow. Um, I saw the squad there. It was great to see some new players coming in and being given the opportunity. Tom Greer, certainly one. Dominic uh, McCarry brennan as well for Douglas Royal. Really good uh, player in there. Uh, but Showed great character in that second half with some experienced players in there like Steve Whitley, Luke Murray as well. Kept things uh, nice and tight second half and scored plenty of goals. So brilliant. Whatever Bassey or uh, Lee Dixon's uh, selection is, we'll wait and see. But no, tremendous result and hopefully they can continue that good form and the style of play that they had in that second 45 and bring that to the ball tomorrow night. Excellent. Well, Tony, thanks very much as ever and I'll see you in the commentary booth tomorrow. Okay, let's turn to rugby and three man sides are heading across the water for respective games in the UK this weekend. Vagabonds ladies take on their latest venture in the women's NC1 Northwest, whilst tricky ties in the Cheshire Bowl await for Ramsey and Southern Nomads on the Wirral. Dave Christian, as ever, has been casting his eye over what he expects to happen this weekend. Yeah, it's a little bit of an unusual one, Rob. Uh, the English Club Championships, which is Douglas and Vagabonds, uh, their league both uh, have a rest week this week. And what we've done when we set up the fixtures for the Ravenscroft Manx Shield is we made sure that the domestic league also had rest weeks the same weekend as the uh, English leagues. Hence, there's a little bit of a dearth of fixtures this week. We do have three, though. Vagabonds ladies in women's NC1 Northwest. They're away at Southport. And we've got Ramsey and Southern Nomads both in action in the Cheshire Bowl competition. I'll start with Vagabonds Ladies. Uh, it's their second game of the season. They were due to play Halifax last week. That game's been pushed back now. And I think I've seen it on the fixture list at the beginning of March 2023. 
which seems a bit of a long time, but no idea how the machinations have worked behind the scenes. So Vagabonds ladies head away to Southport. I think it's a 2.15 kickoff over there. And uh, well, they've got a fairly good chance. A couple of new players come into the team. Uh, we had Ella Goodwin-Jones made her debut in their opening fixture away at Lee, which they won with a bonus point as well. Early stages of the league, it's only game number two. It's very difficult to say which way they're going to go. But the win in the opening round always means that uh, they've got a fighting chance. If they can get that full strength side away with them, uh, we've got Lauren Ellison back. We've got Corinna Daly back. Ella Goodwin-Jones fitting in into the front row. All the usual suspects are all there. I mean, Jules Harrison picked up two, I think, away at Lee in the opening game. So they're all in the right places. They've been training hard and working hard in the build-up to this game. So we're fingers crossed for a win for them. The two Cheshire Bowl games, uh, the umbrella for the competition, I guess, is the Cheshire Cup. Back in the day, you'd enter the Cheshire Cup and you'd get as far as you could until you met one of the bigger teams from the Northwest, and at which stage uh, you'd get a, a sound thrashing and then you'd drop out and drop into one of the lower seeded competitions. Ramsey and Southern Nomads got into the Cheshire Bowl. They played each other last week. Ramsey came away with a bonus point win, but it was far from convincing. Uh, it was only a five point game in the end and Southern Nomads could easily have nicked that. So Ramsey will have one eye on that game last week and they're going to need to do better this week, much better because they're away at Hoylake tomorrow. That's scheduled to kick off at 2.30 at the moment, subject to uh, the CCAP being on time. Hoylake uh, are in tip-top form. They've already beaten Ellesmere Port in the opening round of the Cheshire Bowl and they are played 3-1-3 in their league, which is the same league as Vagabonds. So Hoylake currently top, uh, maximum 15 points from a possible 15. They look like they're on form. Ramsey are going to have to work hard. Some good news for Ramsey from last week, though, where Ben Hardman's back in at hooker. Daniel Bonwick comes in for his first appearance of the season. He's going to start at centre. And Josh Coutine finally shakes off injury, and he's going to slot into the back row with Ross Quayle, the youngster, dropping to the bench. The only player really missing, I guess, for Ramsey is Eddie Lord. The big second row still not yet fit enough, but working hard at it. And maybe we'll see him back for the Ravenscroft Manx Shield next week. So the Nomads, they're also in Ramsey's group in the uh, Cheshire Bowl. They're away at Ellesmere Port. Ellesmere Port in the same league as Hoylake and Vagabonds. Ellesmere Port played 3-1-2, lost one. And they've also lost to Hoylake already in the Cheshire Bowl. So perhaps Southern Nomads with the slightly easier of the two fixtures, if that's a word I can use without being disrespectful to Ellesmere Port, because I'm sure it's going to be a tough game. Nomads were very good last week. They didn't get too many chances at the Murrock Park, but what they did get, they took. Will Tazier really quick. He picked up on a Ramsey mistake and sprinted in 50 metres to score. Tony Quinn really quick on the right wing. But I think the, the forwards is where the game was won lost for Southern Nomads last week and they're going to need a little bit more uh, vavoom up there up front Ori Watson played his usual combative game but it wasn't quite enough and they just need a little bit more now I know Nomads were struggling last week they didn't have a first choice 10 so if we can have Mark Young up or maybe Pat Creer back into the 10 jersey for Nomads that might assist because George Collister's their number one scrum half he'd had to move from 9 to 10 last week and that's probably disrupted the flow of the back line a little bit to Sammy Ben Batul was also missing. He gives a little bit of extra muscle, whether he's playing in the backs or the forwards. So if Nomads can get those players back and they're able to travel uh, tomorrow, they should be able to have uh, a decent performance against Ellesmere Port and might just nick it. But uh, difficult to say at this stage. Manx Radio Sport. 
And finally tonight, we turn to hockey. The start of the Mixed Cup competitions take the spotlight this Saturday. The three competitions of the Mixed Cup, Mixed Plate and Mixed Bowl will see their opening rounds of fixtures played out across the island. I caught up with Ben Cunningham to get his thoughts on the upcoming ties. Three competitions in all, and we'll start with the Mixed Cup. All games to be played at the NSC in this one. The early pushback there is at 5 past 11, and that's Backers B versus Castown Celts. Yeah, Castown Celts have been a real surprise package. They've really made a statement this season in the uh, in the Rossborough uh, Mixed Premier League. Backers B, they've had a pretty mixed bag of a season so far. They've been putting in good results, but Castletown Celts really have shown their strength and everything. And I really think that they could be underdogs in this cup. And I think it'll be a Castletown Celts win there. And then we move on to the next one that's at 12.35. And it's an interclub derby, Vikings A versus Vikings B. Yeah, Vikings A will definitely want to make up for last week's heavy, heavy surprise defeat against Backers A. Vikings B will be hoping maybe they can get one over Vikings Vikings A after what happened last week but Interclub Derby so anything could happen but you know it'll all come down to what happens on the day and the other game in the cup as well a 205 pushback and that is Valkyries A versus Backers A I've got this marked down as the tie in the as the tie of the day in the cup you know Backers A absolutely came off trumps last week you know with a storm and 6-0 win over Vikings A I mean I didn't expect that last week Valkyries A have had a really strong season as well but these two are yet to meet in the league and both of them are under defeated so it'll be very interesting to see how this one plays out but I'm going to be brave and say I reckon Bakaze will just have it Then we move on to the mixed plate and all the games will be played up at Ramsey Grammar School starting 12.35 Bakers C and they'll play Vikings D Yeah this will be a close game, I mean these two met both on the opening day of the season and it was, it was a very close game, I mean Vikings D have already got a win over their C team which which is a big surprise but Backers C pulled off a, a win last week against Harlequins A so it'll be a close game I'm gonna go Backers C though on this one and then at 205 Castletown Southerners against Valkyries C Valkyries C top of the league and absolutely flying so far this season Castletown Southerners had a great win last weekend I can't see Valkyrie C slipping up, though, and I'm going to go for a Valkyrie C win there. And then the late pushback, 3.35 up at Ramsey, is Harlequins A, and they'll take on Vikings C. Yeah, this will be a close game. These two have met in the league already, and Harlequins came away with the win there. So I think it'll be a Harlequins win, but I'm pretty sure Vikings C will definitely put up a fight for it. And then we move on to the mixed bowl, and all these games will be played up at QE2 in Peel. Early start, 11.05, Ramsey Ravens versus... Versus Castletown Camacs. Yeah, the bowl's going to be interesting because all the games are division higher playing division lower. So it'll be interesting to see how the lower division teams go against the higher division teams. So you've got Ramsey Ravens here against Castletown Camacs. Ramsey Ravens are the team in the higher league and Castletown Camacs are the team in, in the league below. Both have had a pretty much the same start of the season, both so... It'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I think Ramsey Ravens will just have the edge and get the win. And then straight after that at 12.35, Valkyries D versus Harlequins B. Yeah, this will be a close one as well. If all these game, like all the games go ahead and they finish level pegging at full time, uh, there's no extra time, it goes straight to flicks, and I think this game might go to flicks. Valkyries D are pretty much match with 
uh, Harlequins be. And I think this one will go to Flicks. And, you know, it could come down to that one decisive Flick, which could decide it. And then we go to five past two, the next game to push back, and that's Viking Z against Castletown Cushags. Yeah, Viking Z have been looking really strong this season. Castletown Cushags as well have been looking strong, but I think Viking Z will probably just have the edge on this one, but don't rule out Castletown to pull off maybe a shock surprise in this fixture. And then rounding off the fixtures in the bowl at 3.30 is Backers Colts, and they take on Ramsey Rookies. Yeah, Ramsey Rookies are the division higher, Backers Colts are the division below, but then if you've watched Backers Colts, play this season you'd think that they would be the higher team backers colts have been absolutely flying scoring goals left right and center everywhere i think backers colts might just get the edge over ramsey here and i'm gonna go for a backers colts win manx radio sport Ben Cullinger with that report there on the Mixed Cup competitions this weekend. And not to forget, of course, there are also three games in the Rossborough Mixed Under-15s League in the hockey. At 11.05, Ramsey Rogues and Rascals versus Castletown Sabres at Castle Russian High School. Then at 12.35, Harlequins versus Castletown Sharks, also at Castle Russian High School. And then rounding off the Under-15s, 3.35, Backers versus Vikings at the NSC. Well, that's all we have time for this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening, whatever you're doing, and have a wonderful weekend. And until next time bye for now Man's rain.